Sagar, big news. Yeah? Yeah, we're on iTunes. Awesome. Awesome. That means that means that we're seen by the world, my friend. We are we are uh, all the podcast catcher applications out there that like, you know, on your Android device and on your your iPhone, they all pretty much all of them use the iTunes, you know, index for podcasts, but you have to you have to actually submit yourself to the iTunes index to be right. registered. And we are uh we're in there. Awesome. Hey, it's still thing off air. There you go. It's live. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely, we're definitely recording. Oh. I didn't forget. I, listen, I learned my lesson on show number one. <laughs> it, it was just showing off air on my screen. No, we're on air now. And I know, actually, so just not to not to be too, not to let the cat out of the bag too much. But I know that um, Chinmay has been asking questions about the podcasts and how we how we do. Um, but so we let let's uh. I can give a little synopsis on how we do the show just for people that are interested, but uh, especially Chinmay to one of the reasons you're talking about, you know, and we've talked about the broadcast button yeah. is because we do this show not using a Mac. A lot of people use a Mac. Cool. Uh, yeah. They, they record on something like GarageBand or something like that. Uh, a lot of people use Skype for the same purpose. They will, they will use their Mac with Skype and record the conversation or they'll be in the same room, but you're in Ohio. I'm in Maryland, so that's not going to work. <laughs> um, so, so what we do, and we've had good luck with, and I've had good luck with in the past on a couple of other shows, is using Google Hangouts on air, and that's what that's what we do. Is that we record the show with a Google Hangout on air, and that is simultaneously broadcast on YouTube and also recorded on YouTube. So. Within five minutes after the show, I'm able to go to YouTube and download the video, and then I use Audacity to scrape the video, uh, the audio out of the video. I add a beginning and an end, and I edit anything where I said something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't leave any of your your stupid comments in there either. So I, I'll let <laughs> Sagers out as well. Uh, and then and then once that's all said and done, uh, I upload that to the internet archive which is a free they they host everything for free i mean if as long as you're not going to be terrible um but it's, it's the files hosted for free and then i use a website i purchased a domain and we we use blogger to host we use feedburner to have a feed and then once you have everything up uh you post them as you go uh, i do also use a website called Auphonic uh to cool. To edit the audio, and what this does is this does leveling and noise reduction, so oh. that way I don't have to have that expertise. It's it's free for the amount of shows that we do, uh, but it's a great service. And if you go over two hours a month, they do charge you. Like it'd be like, I think on my old shows it cost me like eleven dollars a month to have them properly scrape all the audio with processing. So uh, otherwise, it's pretty straightforward um i know that i know that I'm, I'll, I'll get a hold of chinmay at some point and give him a few more pointers but otherwise that's pretty much it oh that's awesome yeah so and we are now on as you said itunes and facebook and twitter and there were two more you said no you know we're gonna drop those oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean we could we could we could here's the thing it, it, uh, one of the things that I've tried to accomplish with podcasting is that I, I do this as a hobby, right? And I, in the past, I did it as a hobby. And now, you know, you and I have started up doing it together. 
Uh, and again, not not to make a great deal of money, but just to be able to talk to each other, uh, have it recorded. I know that I've always thought that some of my recordings I would like you know my daughters to have when they grow up, so that they know I was a uh, not a complete whack job, or that they confirm <laughs> I was a whack job. Uh, <laughs> but um, so we do have two other venues right, or, or methods for communication. That was Reddit and Google Plus. But I'm gonna I'm gonna remove those shortly because I don't I like Google Plus. I really do. Um, I like sure. its format better than Facebook. But uh, Facebook is the uh, is the ruler of all things and. Twitter is just, it's, it's straightforward and simple. So, and when, again, when I, and I was going to say, when I had the other podcasts, simple is better when it comes to a hobby. I, I, it can't become, you know, so laborious that I, I don't want to do it. So oh, yeah. um, I think Twitter and Facebook are where we're going to go. And, and you're handling those, by the way, you know that, right? Yeah. Twitter. Uh, I think you have the handle on Facebook. I got it. Okay. I'll have to, re- I'll have to do some more tweeting then. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, so, I, the two things I stay away from is like Twitter and LinkedIn. Oh boy, the LinkedIn! You know, it just—it's it, chaos out there. <laughs> well, you've got almost a thousand on fa- Facebook. I can't even imagine what you've got on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I, I quit LinkedIn. So I'm, I'm not there anymore. I mean, I, my my ID could be there because I I keep getting invites. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm out of there. You're out of there. All right. Well, all right. People say you got to be in there, Sagar, to make to you know making your way in the world today. You got LinkedIn. I know, but you know, I, professionally, it it's it's a great tool to connect to people, and if you're in a location, I just feel you know, do, have I earned enough reputation to first to connect with someone and not sure like people are gonna say nice thing about. Me. <laughs> oh, I got you. Because you said, you know, Sharika for sure going to say, like, oh, my dad was a wacko. <laughs> and I'm sure 10 of other people could be saying the same thing. And now they have the tool. So I don't want to empower them <laughs> with their feedback. Well, isn't that what Facebook does too, though? That's, yeah, not... that, that's too social, you know. It's like, uh, I know this. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> no, all right. I'm. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. that 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 reminds me. Yeah, you gotta start using WhatsApp. I'm not gonna use WhatsApp. Oh come on, man! Anything I cannot say right to your face, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna text you through WhatsApp. That's how it works. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> it's awesome. All right, I'll think about it. I'll think yeah. about it. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So listen, when it comes to when it comes to downloading things, by the way. And I'll I'll say this. You know that I'm not an Apple fanboy, right? No, yeah. I'm not, you're, I'm not, no. you're you're pure geek droid. I'm an Android guy, exactly. Droid, Did yes. you know that to submit your podcast to to Apple, you need to install iTunes on your computer. <laughs> right. Get an iTunes no, not just not just go to the iTunes website. No, no. You have to install iTunes and submit your podcast. True. That's that's yeah, that's crazy. Anyway. I think that's just nuts that you have to install a client to submit a podcast. All the other places, all the wonderful places that I will advertise right now with my with my voice, <laughs> just had a simple website that you could submit to. Places yeah. like TuneIn.com, 
or uh, Player FM or Stitcher Radio or even Google Play Music, which is soon going to start releasing podcasts, and they uh, offered a portal to allow us to submit it. So, in your face, Apple. Oh, a client. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. if you do have Apple and iTunes, please vote for the show and rate it. <laughs> I Yep, I already did. And any of the audiences, yep, go there and vote it. It, it. It's as simple as, you know, find every two weeks and there's a rating in the comment section and it shows number of stars. I think you can give only max of four or five. Uh, I, I know you guys love us and, you know, you know, put 10 on 10, but there are only five stars you can offer. So, <laughs> so go ahead, hit those five stars. <laughs> That's right. And what happens, it's interesting. What happens with that, with, uh, with that, uh, with the rating system is that once shows get enough people voting for them, you'll actually have people say, oh, that show's on the rise and then it ends up on the front page of iTunes. And then all of a sudden we'll get more listeners. True. Yay. <laughs> which we want um again we're not in it for the money i'm in it for the notoriety what about you sagar are you in it, what are you in it for i frankly i get an hour of your time <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's and awesome I, and you know it, it's, it's a great media to clear up any of my lingering thoughts or things i'm not sure about you know i can throw it out bounce it off of you get you know, I, I may not necessarily agree or take the same view, but at least, you know, I, I can confidently say, oh, we, we talked it through. That's right. true. We, <laughs> we, we Sometimes we beat it to death. I think last week's episode was one of my favorite episodes, or last two weeks. was awesome. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I think that our, also our wives would actually agree that, you know, we they get an hour away from us. And it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> not true. I know. It's not true. Um, yeah, I, I think I get, I get the same things out of it. I get the uh, being able to there's so many things, you know, in life that we think about, at least for me. And I, I, it's probably people would tell me, John, you're wasting your time. But I think constantly think about things that have that are are important. But yet, you know, I still have to do the month, the regular daily stuff. So but I want but I do want to talk about it. And, and you know, I definitely want to talk about it with you, Sagar. You and I talk all the time about this kind of stuff. So I thought that's, that's the whole point of the show. Right. And, uh, True. and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the, I'm in it for the notoriety. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of notoriety, there's two things I wanted uh, that we were going to talk about. And we, we brought them up last time. One was VW and I'm going to, I'm going to lay this out there. There's VW is number one. And then number two was the 2016 election, which I think that we should, we should, we should, we should, we should bring this up every every show now until the election's <laughs> over. Just because, <laughs> just because it's been so so uh, so in the news, and which is crazy because it's still so far away. But anyway, Sagar, <laughs> what, what? I just want to add one more topic if we if we get time, and that's like being a geek. I just want to get it, you know, rebounded off of you in terms of how people tried to crack the Apple apps, you know. Because so far I thought, you know, Apple is like the best and there's no way the virus could just trickle in. But people found a way. So we'll, we'll talk about that if we get time. Okay. And, and yeah, yes, we will. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> all right, let's start off with, let's start off with VW. Um, all right. Do you know what's going on, Sagar? What's going on, Sagar? Oh, man. It, 
you know, it, it's like lying straight up to your face. Like, you know, oh, yeah, 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 it's great. It runs great. Pollution is just not something that you see, you know. But the, those gases or the emissions, you, you don't see them, but they're like 10 times more. And the, the fact that they wrote the software for it to bypass, you know, the, the whole lab test, that's just awful. And did, did we find out what car it is? I think it's Audi, right? Or it's just the whole range of Volkswagen. The whole, yeah, the whole range of... So, and to what you said was... <clears throat> excuse me. What you said about not only were they bypassing it was when the car was in diagnostic test mode, it would register the lower emissions. But yep. while driving, it just ran normal. And, you know, it was, was putting out 40 times. I read in one article, 40 times, four zero times, not 40% more, 40 times uh, that amount. That. that. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it, it it could be it could be an honest mistake or you know who who was kind of someone a tricky guy wrote just to get around it because it, it's a software right it's like if you're in test mode display these numbers by default display these numbers and you could have an array of numbers like up oh, blah blah carbon monoxide this that you know only ten parts per million and whatnot and then when it runs nobody's recording go ahead do it right. <laughs> Right. So it, it, I, I don't believe that those guys carried that on intentionally for so many years. It, there, I mean, someone, someone knew about it and did nothing. That, that's more disturbing thing rather than you know, it's, it's, it's pollution. I agree. There are like trillions of factories in China which pollute more than a Volkswagen. But then doing that knowingly, it, it's just bad. Well, and, and that's right. That doing it knowingly, right? So, you know, what I've done is I've I've actually brought up like the like the timeline, right, and and how this all went down. And basically, they they figured out that there was a problem, right? The authorities were like, "What? Like you can't, you know?" The uh, yeah. <laughs> the, they they find out um, that someone is getting in and saying, you know, that the that the emissions are wrong. And someone tests them, finds out, holy cow, they're like way wrong. And then initially they, they deny it. Now what's what's rolled forward is the fact that the software itself was manipulated to get the correct emissions to pass in the EU and the United States. Right. So right. their law and it was on almost at this point, a lot of their smaller diesel cars all of them have this problem, not problem, have this, uh, this cheat code in the software, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they, they put in a little bit of a cheat code. Um, and so, and looking at this here, so on the, this started. So it's, so you're saying it, nobody from US or EU found that. So it, it had to be some other country that found it, right? No, actually it was on September 18th that the US, the EPA, U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, said that the Volkswagen had installed software in 482,000 vehicles <clears throat> to cheat the emissions test. So, okay. And then Volkswagen comes out a few days later and says, yeah, actually, like 11 million <laughs> vehicles <laughs> were fitted with this deceptive software. Uh, they set aside some some billions and billions of dollars to fix it. Wow. Their, C, their CEO resigns, uh, yeah. takes takes the fall. So then they put in the head of Porsche in there and then 
scroll down to present day. Uh, Volkswagen, <clears throat> who's already starting to pay pay the piper, um, has their first quarter loss. They lose a billion dollars in that quarter because they're already starting to pay the pay the bill. Um, wow. Yeah. So then they come out on the third of November and say, after being again the EPA calling them out, and they they say that the cars with the six cylinder diesel engines are also bad. So then Volkswagen has to come out and say, yeah, there's about eight hundred thousand more cars that we did this too. So. Uh, yeah. So they set, they set aside another $2.2 billion. So now they're the cost that they're, that Volkswagen has estimated is almost $10 billion to fix the problem. Just to fix the problem. What about the penalty? Right. Well, the penalties uh, looks like that there's going to be, the fines are going to be bad, but, but uh, when it comes to that, when it comes to that, no government wants to take a, take a, a company out of business. So those can be, those can go into like forever. So like I don't think that they're going to take them down all the way, whether that be the EU or the US. I mean, they should be penalized, right? But I don't. They'll just like have this extra tax bill forever. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? I, I don't yeah. think that that the penalties can really take them down. I think what can take them down is people. Oh yeah, I I don't own one, so it's like. But again, you know, I'm paying higher price just because. I'm abiding by the law or, you know, buying a car that doesn't do it as against my neighbor who has it and, you know, polluting the shit out. So something's got to stop. Like, A, there has to be a total recall. Like, stop, stop driving that, right? Fix it. And not not fix it as in, you know, don't just take that software off. How do you fix the actual problem? It's like, there's just no way unless you take the whole car down. It's, It's true. My, here's here's a question for you, Sagar. At any point when driving behind a diesel vehicle, did you think to yourself, that car is going to burn cleaner than my car? <laughs> like they all smell. Like, yeah. and if you can't get rid of the smell, <laughs> I've always thought that car is not that car is polluting way more than my car. If your car stinks when totally. it drives, yeah. <laughs> I've never. Anyway, that's just one of my piccadillos with yeah, diesel. No, diesel I, has never been clean, and it's not supposed to be clean. It's, it's supposed to be cheap. Cheap, and it, it's like, you know, the whole, you, you know it better because, you know, you, you, you dealt with all the details of a car and whatnot, but the, the diesel, the combustion engine for the diesel itself is different than the gas. So the pollution is right there. You, you're just burning <laughs> it. You know, why not coal? Use coal. It burns. <laughs> It'll get you some energy. <laughs> no, it does, and you're right, and actually it does, it it fires differently, right? It it actually is a. It's more simple in its yep. in its. Um, it uses things like instead of a spark plug, it uses a glow plug, and I and I could be wrong about some of this stuff, but bear with me. But a diesel engine actually doesn't like, and on these newer vehicles, there's probably a lot more technology in there. But I still think it is a simpler combustion engine, and you're right. It's gonna it's gonna be dirtier just because you don't have as much control. And again, I could be wrong, but from what I remember. It's pretty much uh, throw the gas in the hole. It explodes. It's out. Yep. Uh, with with the um, fuel injection on a you know standard gasoline car, you know there's a lot more control that they have over the combustion and things like that. They they can really fine tune that. I don't think they can on the combustion engine just simply because uh, they use the com- the compression itself to cause the explosion. Uh, and and again, I could be wrong in the newer vehicles. I could be way wrong, but. 
All I know is that diesel cars stink. And if you can't get rid of the stink from your fuel, <laughs> if I can smell your car, your car is more more polluted than my car is. I, I just, I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like to me. And to, to your point, you know, yeah. Okay, let, let's not penalize them for doing this. Or, But now, EU or the US, are we going to take a leading step saying, you know, you, you got to fix it? Because, you know, there are like billions of people in the other countries. And I'll give you an example of China or India for that matter. They're like, you know, a three-wheelers, uh, passenger vehicles. And some of them, it, it, they're not allowed, but they mix kerosene with gas or kerosene with diesel, which is way more polluting than, you know, a normal diesel engine. So is it is it part of awareness? Then I get it. Like, okay, keep running your Audi or whatever, Volkswagen, and then we'll deal with it as we go. Is it more part of an education to the driver? Or it's always going to be the cost. So people would find ways to, you know, burn a cheaper fuel and pollute more. How how do you fix it? I mean, it's a global issue, right? Because everybody breathes the same air. So as much as it's your responsibility, it's mine too. Or someone else's too. No, and that, well, remember how we talked a couple of weeks ago, we talked about people that turn off the water when they're brushing their teeth, right? It's because yeah. they know that it's being wasteful and it takes a hot second to turn off the water. Or when you walk out of a room, you turn out a light. And even with today's technology, you know, it's it's being wasteful to be wasteful. Now, when it comes to like what you're talking about, though, is you're talking about someone's livelihood. And in a country like India or China, um, where, you know, kerosene is cheaper, but they need that little bit of diesel to get the combustion working properly, but yet they're going to use p- partial kerosene. Um, you know, you're dealing with dollars and cents of someone's life and they will not see an environmental impact versus seeing eating that day. Right. Yeah. Uh, especially if, on an individual. Now, when you get to a bigger, larger and larger companies, you also get into that problem. That's why, you know, some people say that the EPA should exist, right? Because it makes sure that companies that are going for profit, aren't going for profit at the expense of the environment and the communities around them. Right. So overall, I would say it is an education thing. I think you mentioned that it's, it has to be an education thing, but when it comes to someone's livelihood or a company um, that, you know, that, that can either pollute or not pollute and then either a make money or go under. Right. So in the case of that person or in the case of a really bad business, um, you're going to go under. Um, sadly, we do have to have the EPA around for that. And then, and then when it comes to the guy on the street, I mean, he, he, it's just like the EPA, he does have to be fined and we have to make sure that we find him and make sure he's not polluting. Um, but that's a tough game, right? I mean, how many three wheel, how many three wheel wheelers are there in India? (laughs) I mean, we're touching a a billion, (laughs) right, right, a billion or so. Yeah. So, yeah, and that, that's why one of the problems with this story that we that I think you and I have, have touched on a couple of times just together in our conversations is Volkswagen was supposed to be a good guy. Right. Volkswagen yep. was a leading manufacturer since World War Two has become one of the largest you know vehicle manufacturers in the world. And for a company that large and with that large of a footprint, that many that many employees, uh, that mon- that much product out there. For even them to have stepped around the law to make to to sell vehicles or 
to not take a loss on something. I mean, if you look at it from a dollars and cents perspective, they gambled and they lost so big because they took this gamble. I, I whether or not whether or not it w- it was out the door, you know, two years ago, and then finally someone who has you know some scruples was like, "Holy sh! <laughs> yeah, are we doing this?" And someone's like, "Yeah, we're doing this." And then it's like, "Okay, stop, everybody, stop!" Right? Yeah. Because they're still selling vehicles to this day. That the, the Porsche Cayenne model still has this problem, and they're still selling it. And they had to dis. And in the U.S., they, they they've now put the kibosh on selling them. They're like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh!" <laughs> I can sell those anymore. Uh, so this was one of the good guys. And instead of stepping up, right. But there was no way at this point it's, it's so far on the line. I'm sure that the, whether or not the board knew or not, or what, whoever the CEO was, do you take $10 billion loss and admit it to the world? Or do you wait for it to be found out if it's found out? And I don't know if they waited or they were preparing to come out or not, but 40 times the limit allowed by the EU and the U S this car is pumping out, uh, you know, greenhouse gases or whatnot. That's, that's, that's jacked up. And it just, it, it ruins the trust in the company and it ruins the trust overall where you think that big corporations, you know, they're not just monolithic giants that, that do whatever they want and hurt the environment and don't care and just want to make a dollar where, where in the end you want to think that ethically, even the big corporations that are untouchable are doing the right thing. And here's one that one of the largest, and it is doing the wrong thing. Except Rush Limbaugh, you know, he just doesn't believe in pollution or <laughs> global warming. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, that that's a lie, you know, that's a big lie. And you know, it doesn't happen. We have more trees and more snow than ever. <laughs> and <laughs> there, there's no hole in the ozone layer. It's gonna fix itself or it just, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm with I'm with Rush Limbaugh and I understand where he's coming from. Because the world, the world, and the ecological uh, complexity of the world, right? Whether you're talking about life, you're talking about temperatures, you're talking about internal core temperatures, you're talking about air temperatures, you're talking about air moisture, you're talking about um, ice caps melting. By the way, one ice cap is melting, the other is growing. So yep. it's like it's crazy. So it, how much self healing can the world do? Right? Like, there's a lot there so i think that no one i don't think it should become and i guess we're get, we're going in a different direction but but <laughs> let me ask you this Sagar. i'll put it i'll put it to a question should if i were to stand up and say global warming is pure bullshit if i were to stand up and say that right now a lot of people would get upset with me is that right is that a is that a correct thing to do it, i if you ask me it's real you know it's it's pollution because the gases of the greenhouse gas, or what are the polluting gases? They have nowhere to go. Where would they go, right? So even though we are creating, and it's always about the balance. So yeah, nature and everything, it's creating its own oxygen and whatnot. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to some documentary, probably it was in Discovery or something. So 50% of world's oxygen comes from Amazon, not, not the company, but the Amazon itself. <laughs> Amazon wishes it could sell it. Oh, yeah. They, they might have a couple of products on that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
look at the funniest part now when when we say amazon i feel like you know the trees and everything and how it's the whole forest that's giving us the oxygen right so a couple of jerks like you and me they did some research on it like you know oh we we, we are praising amazon just shit way too much right that there, there's got to be something out there so they put some sensors and you know and you know how those guys are like with the high tech devices even to find the ghost which they never found so far <laughs> so they <laughs> i love the shows <laughs> ghost hunters oh yeah and another one like that river like, monster i hate that guy he never found the monster but the show is like a river monster i don't know why <laughs> I'm I'm like he, he finds like a tiny teeny fish that even Sarah, Susan, and Sonica could find when they go fishing. <laughs> it, it just hold your camera right, man. You're jerking it too much. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's not the point. But so they, they put some sensors out there, and you know, uh, just detecting where the oxygen is coming from, where it's going, and how it's providing fifty percent of world's oxygen at least on this part. And there, there's some other parts in Africa and you know Australia that do that do the same thing uh, and we think it's just because of the for- it a it could be because of the forest i i give it to you because you know plants give us oxygen that's what they we have been told right so they put a lot of sensors and uh high-tech devices so what happens it's actually true amazon gives shitload of oxygen in a day and they could actually detect like you know tons and tons of oxygen coming out of amazon every day but they kept the sensors on overnight. All the trees, animals, and whatnot in Amazon just suck it back. They take it back. Everything, everything that's been emitted as the oxygen was taken back at night. So where the hell is oxygen coming from, right? Right. Because of the rain and everything, all the microbial uh, animals or what you want to call them, that the rain pushes them so deep into the ocean, but they're still alive. And they produce the oxygen that's not consumed by ocean that gets directly into the air. So all the microbes through the rain, they are giving us the oxygen, not the trees, not the plant, not the rainforest, (laughs) not the Amazon. So, so to your point, right? Because I'm not a doctor of, of climatology or weather maps, (laughs) green screens. I'm, I'm a, I'm just like you. I'm I'm seeing some documentaries. Yeah. I was I was raised knowing that, you know, uh plants produce oxygen. <clears throat> and that's how we get oxygen. Uh, so as as a complete layman and someone just watching, here's here's my question. If if we have if I say it's bullshit, I should not you should not ostracize or shun people that say it's bullshit. Because there are still scientists that think that it's not right because they're looking at it from a different angle than somebody else is. And I think that the complexity of the earth, the complexity of, I mean, like right there, you saw a documentary where you were like, shut up. Yeah. No, no, we get all of our oxygen from the Amazon. That's cool. I, I, I agree. I can see that. See how dense that forest is. And then with the, with the air currents. Yeah, I can, I can, I'm down with that. Amazon hooking us up. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Right. Um, but then you find out that these microbes are the ones that are being actually pushed down through the rivers and then into the oceans. And they're the ones producing oxygen that that could all be true. Right. So right there was something brand new that we learned 
um, as, as layman, maybe the scientific community has known it for a while, but it's more stuff that we don't know. And I think that the, the biggest conclusion that I come, come out of global warming and with recycling and with, you know, being a good steward and like all that jazz, right. Is what do I do? Right. And, and, and one of the things that people do is they buy something like that Volkswagen diesel where they've been told it has low emissions or I turn off the water when I brush my teeth or I recycle or I buy a vehicle that gets lower emissions uh, and, and has a better gas mileage. One reason is because I don't want to waste money on gas if I don't have to. But number two is why not do your best to, to take care of the environment right now? Some people will argue, well, you know, like a Prius has all these batteries are a bunch of waste as well. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, you know, the, these light bulbs have mercury in them or it's like they're going to kill us all in the dumps or whatever. You know, we do have to make sure that we don't cut off our nose to spider face. So that, that does become important. But I think that everyone, and, and we, you talked about the guy on the three wheeler, everyone needs to learn not to be wasteful and not to just just throw away every single thing and, 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 you know, learn to recycle, learn to be, be a good steward for your life and for the people around you and, and things like that. Whether or not global warming is true or not, you should still do your best to not be a wasteful person and to understand like how to reuse something and not just throw everything away or, you know, burn kerosene and gas if, if you can get away with it. Right. Don't, don't you think ultimately that's really what's the getaway? It doesn't matter whether or not Rush Limbaugh is a, is a blowhard. He's a total blowhard, but <laughs> But he can have that opinion that it doesn't that it doesn't exist. True. But he should also turn off the water when he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> he should. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Because uh, it, it's so complex. I mean, I, I know you always go for, you know, you want everything simple. But if, if it's so complex, maybe... The Almighty God said, like, hey, you don't need to understand. Do what you do, and, you know, I'll take care of it. <laughs> and that's why people are doing it. It's, it's more of an ignorance uh, on people's side and keep doing, you know, the wasteful things or, you know, harmful things, if you wish. Because it, it's not limited only to the global warming. There are, like, a ton of other things that people do, which, which you know, you, you, you understand you need to control, but how do we educate everyone to not do it or at least not do it knowingly that that's the hardest stuff but unless we get there it's going to happen a few people cannot change it but that's a good start as they say you know but i i, I don't see an end to it because I, I want cheap stuff right I, I want cheap plastic toys and whatnot made in china which pollute more than my car does in the whole year <laughs> right so Unless we stop buying Chinese, it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, we, we want jobs in America. The only option is stop buying from China, and China would say, hey, stop asking me for money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, that's why it does become that's so complex. Exactly. Com now you're coming to the complex part. So even the global warming is complex and politics is complex. So to, to take a stand and, you know, it's it just that to what extent, should we go to protect our views? I, I think that's the challenge. And because everyone has a breaking point. I mean, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. But if someone offers me a free Volkswagen, I might drive it. Maybe just for a day, but I might drive it. <laughs> 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 right. That, 
That's that's that that and that's the guy in the three wheeler. He's like, even yeah. if he found out that kerosene and burning kerosene and diesel was like just totally jacked up for the environment, he'd be like, "But yeah, but I got to eat today, yeah. and this is the job I do is I drive this three wheeler and yep. I drive people around and I take them where they need to go all day." And he might be coughing his lungs out, but then again, you know, he's got to do what he got to do. Exactly. So I, I think that it, it, you make a, a valid point that that you know. It's going to take generations is really the answer to this question. It's going to take generations for everyone in the world to understand. And, and the, the, the global warming folks are saying, no, the problem is now, and we have to be good stewards now. And they're thinking in the long now, and they're saying, we need to enact laws that won't allow the guy in the three-wheeler to, sell, to put kerosene in his tank. Yeah. But they need to make laws, which they already have, to make sure that uh, auto manufacturers don't produce cars that create too high of emissions. Well, now here you go with the Volkswagen saying, well, we'll get around that by cheating, right? Yeah. So the anti-global warming folks are like, you're hindering businesses. You're going to, you know, Volkswagen could go out of business. You know, however many people work for Volkswagen, 200,000 people are going to lose their jobs because of EPA regulations, which are silly because they're not needed because the, the, because either, you know, the earth is so complex that it can take care of itself or B God will provide. Um, right. So then they're saying that you're, you're actually hindering is so my stance is this, if you know, then do your best for yourself and your family and understand it. And also teach your kids to do the same thing. Don't be a dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't yep. be a dick if you don't have to. Now let the rest of the world and the generations and generations of people, if they constantly teach their kids, hey, don't be a dick. Turn out the light. Brush your teeth. Don't leave the water on. Don't drive where you don't need to drive. Ride your bicycle. Whatever. And don't use marijuana. And that's what we did at Ohio. O-H-I-O. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two to one. Wicked ass of marijuana. <laughs> Oh boy, that was fun. It it, it was a big vote and (laughs) 63% uh, uh, ain't gonna happen. What do you, what is is that, Sagar? All the other states are like, let's let's get high. (laughs) Let's get high, yep. (laughs) Ohio, you know, we're always, uh, I mean, we're middle of nowhere, even if we have a factory that produces marijuana, no one would know about it. Because no one comes here, you know, it's Ohio. And we said, no, uh-uh, not going to happen. And now, a couple of points, again, you know, it, as as you said, it, it's so complex that even though we say, okay, you know, we kicked the butt two to one, that one percent, I'm not saying they're always high because they voted for it. <laughs> but again, there are people who want to say hi. Now, you can't educate them. <laughs> if they're saying yes, they already know what it, good it comes out of it. <laughs> So there's no education there that's going to help that or counseling. <laughs> but that they, they, they made it so complex. It's almost as if someone didn't want to pass it. The, the profits from legalizing that were going to go to only 10, 10 big companies because only they would be able to sell it in Ohio. Oh, is that why that law didn't pass? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's not like wow. open market buy your shit from, you know, that, that guy right behind the dumpster. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they said, 
if you want to buy, buy it from these t- ten guys. Well, that that could have made them so freaking rich. Well, and we don't that, like rich. You, we don't like you, rich in Ohio. So. No, one <laughs> of them is actually Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey from uh, one of the boy bands back in the day, and he married Jessica Simpson and all that stuff. Oh yeah, he's actually getting. I believe he's into the the pop market. I, I might be wrong. I think I read an article about that. But so so the Ohio law, right in Denver or in Colorado and in Washington State, what they did was they tried to enact laws that will allow you to sell marijuana, you know, whether it be joints or uh, <clears throat> THC laden brownies or candies. Uh, <laughs> they threw up regulations and licensing. So that way they could take in all the taxes and they probably, I'm, I'm sure they put in a higher tax on marijuana than anything else. Right. Uh, so, so that way there would be revenue for the state uh, in, in a regulated industry. So Ohio was, were they trying to do the exact same thing or did they already have the, the names of the companies listed? I'm they confused. Have, no, they have the names listed in the law, in the law. No, not in the law, not, not in the law, but in, in the guidelines, <laughs> like these are the qualifications. If you want to sell, right. That's normal. And, okay. And there were only 10 who could qualify. Right. And that's normal too. Right. Okay. So, so, but what was the underlying other issue? Because that, that seems like a normal, it, it is confusing to me that you guys didn't pass it. Because I think even Maryland, <laughs> Maryland would probably pass. Well, then again, we're very, I don't know, maybe not. What do you think about marijuana? Let's just throw that out there. What do you think of marijuana? I I never tried it, and that that's my problem. So I, I don't know, you know, <laughs> what, what, what a high, marijuana high means. So it's kind of... Where do I go? Like it's it's something I never tried. Right. So it's it's more like and I tried almost every other liquor. I settled on Jack and Diet Coke. But <laughs> 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 uh, you know it it could be good. Could be if it gets rid of my neck pain or what is that? <laughs> I might go for it, man. I might go for it. Are your glaucoma? I'm with you. So so marijuana. Marijuana is different than a lot of the other drugs, right? Because no matter how much you smoke, you're not going to die. You'd have to like literally ingest or smoke your own body weight in in, in marijuana to, to die. So there's no ODing on marijuana. Really? Um, okay. That's true. Uh, it it are you impaired? Should you drive? No. Just like just like liquor, right? Okay. It it does <clears throat> get, put you in a euphoric, lazy day kind of yeah. kind of like attitude, right? Um, I I know, right? uh, and I've, I've known many, 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 many people when I was much younger, um, that smoked it daily. Uh, there were people, you know, I worked in restaurants and people were smoking on the job. Right. And some people were completely functional smoking marijuana, right? They could, they just, they just, it's almost like smoking a cigarette to them is that they would smoke a little bit, feel a little, Ooh, and then they would get the job done, and it was almost like a stress reliever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I don't think that doing it on the job is appropriate, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but then there were the people that I did know that would smoke it and just turn into a dumb rock. I mean, like literally a dumb rock. And uh, years and years later, they're still the dumb rock. Uh, and I don't mean that in a, in, a, in a mean way. I just mean that just like alcohol, it can be abused just like alcohol or any other drug, and that it should, you know, you shouldn't do it on the job. You shouldn't do it while driving because it does have impairment problems. And it is an addictive substance that could lead to other things. 
people say it's a gateway drug. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that so is drinking because what you're looking for is either an upper or a downer and you're going to get addicted to either one, whichever one you really want. And so if there are other ones out there and you find out, you know, so if you have an addictive personality, you don't want to get on anything. So I, I don't see a problem legalizing marijuana at all, at all. Wow. I, I really don't. I have no problem with legalizing marijuana. Uh, if I owned a company and I found out that someone was smoking on the job, I would fire them right away. <laughs> right. Cause it is, a, it's a drug that, that, you know, changes your, your view and your, and your, and your thinking, right. It, it's a, it's an inhibitor or whatever you want to call it. So that's my is it, thought. Is it part of the drug test that we do on the job? Or it's not? I'm pretty, I'm sure, pretty sure it is. It is. Okay. I mean, nowadays they, as, as it becomes more and more legal, if you have THC in your system, you know, that's going to be normal. But if you're actually high, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's when you can be fired. Just oh, like okay. if, if you're drunk. Okay, so, so so it cannot be part. I mean, or there is there like a permissible limit? Like if you have eight, um, if you are eight on you know, or point zero eight, like just like liquor, point zero eight THC, and then you're drunk or you know you're high. Yeah, I don't know if they have those tests ready yet or not. I have no idea. I think they do, um, but I, I yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But and again, if you want to go home. Yeah. And smoke a bowl or smoke a joint or smoke it out of a hookah or smoke it out of whatever you got. I mean, you might be using the old uh, tinfoil tin foil creation you did with a pen. Okay. It doesn't matter what you're smoking it out of. If you want to sit at home and smoke yourself up some marijuana and get a little bit get a little bit tipsy and then go to sleep after eating a bag of Cheetos, that's on you. <laughs> okay? You you can wake up with orange fingers and, and with your Cheetos and take a shower. <laughs> and then rub your eyes. And right, and then come to work, <laughs> and you're fine, right? The, I, yeah. I have no just like if someone wants to have a nightcap and then go to bed and and you know sleep well on, with their little buzz going, that's what people do, and they and they they get through life just fine. Now, if you're smoking it at work, if you're drinking at work, you have a problem, and that's that's a totally different category of of, and it's a totally different subject because you know it's you, it, it's addiction, it's different. But marijuana is going to generate so much money. They might just come up with day marijuana and night marijuana. Like, you know, a day quill and night quill. <laughs> <laughs> no. What you, because you're it's going to relieve your pain. You're going to be perfectly fine. And you're not going to be drowsy. Still don't operate heavy machinery and fine print. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> and you know what, Sagar? You actually make a valid point. You're absolutely right. There's a chance that the medical industries could get into the whole THC thing. And I think they have, and they're trying to figure out what is it that makes the glaucoma pain go away. <laughs> and they are trying to extract that. You have a point, um, and there might be a, <laughs> a day pot and a night pot. Yeah. It's um, a good point. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Anyway, all right. So It's weird where people <laughs> spend money on research. You know, it's just absolutely weird. I've seen so many industries, and they're just, you know, waiting to explode in terms of just because of the regulations or uh, what, what they have around the world, but people do research on anything, you know, any weird thing, give it to people and they, they would dig the thing out of it and, you know, <laughs> they would produce the result the way they want it or the way people want to hear about it. <laughs> right. So I, that's why I don't trust too much with this exit polls and 
election polls. It just, you know, the result is the result. So that, I, I hijacked your main point, the politics, but well, where do you stand right now? On which one? On Trump, which... Trump Hillary. Okay, all right. So we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and I think we'll have to leave the, uh, why the iPhone can be hacked for next week. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So politics. It's just as complicated as, as global warming. <laughs> so so we have, you know, a stable of folks that are just crazy. Um, Bernie Sanders, kind of nuts. Hillary Clinton. Uh, new poll said that uh, 60 to 70 percent of Americans don't trust Hillary Clinton. <laughs> right. So <laughs> That's who you want to be president. Um, you've got Donald Trump, who through the course of his life um, has seen some really weird ups and downs where he's gone bankrupt, I think like twice and, but yet still had millions of dollars worth of real estate available to him, like things like that. Um, and I, that could be wrong. So I not mean it'd be libel or slanderous, but, um, it, it's just an interesting thing. I mean, check him out on Wikipedia and <laughs> you'll find out his history, but you know, and he became a celebrity. He's a celebrity rich person. He's a Kardashian, right? He would probably be very offended by that, but he's in the, he is in the entertainment business on, on part of his, how he makes money. And, and in the back end, he makes money by being a, a you know, a, a person, a business person. Um, but then again, he also, you know, purchased or started Miss USA and like owns that as a business and makes money out of entertainment. And then he also became an entertainer himself when he did the, the apprentice. So here's a person that likes the limelight and is also a, a good business person. And, you know, works with millions and millions of dollars. Then you have someone like on the other side, uh, we had Hillary, Bernie. Now we have Trump and Ben Carson. Ben Carson, man, of all people. Of all people. I mean, <laughs> see, in, in Christian communities, Ben Carson is actually very, very popular. Everyone knows who he is. Um, his book, Gifted Hands, is very popular um, because he's a, he's a Christian man and 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 pronounces his Christianity and his, and his, his love for Jesus everywhere he goes. Right. He's, he's very devout and he's also very well liked and he's an incredibly good surgeon. Right. So he's got all these things going for him, all these things going for him. So what are your thoughts? And knowing that, knowing that there's a reason he came out of nowhere, what do you, what do you think of him? Ben Carson, man, he just, he straight away, he fails to impress me no matter what. Cause <laughs> A, he he doesn't come across as a strong leader. That's why I like that Maryland guy, you know? He knows oh, shit. don't. <laughs> uh, uh, but, so, yeah. So, he, he had a couple of views. And I think before I knew him fully, I might have mentioned to you, like, he looks like a dummy guy. Someone else is paying for his campaign. Because he was supporting other candidates more than, you know, leading them. That There's a difference being just being a leader of, the masses as against the leader of the leaders. How, how do you become leader of the readers? Because they're already leaders, so they have their opinions. So on the stage, it looked like, you know, he, he just, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And then to the left, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, too. But all I want to say is, and he, he would make such a weak point in terms of when asked, like, where he really stands in Iran or, you know, anything. And he's like, we must take a step that's right for our people. I, I get it. I know that. What are you going to do? And that that's where he kind of fails to impress me in the whole thing. And so, yeah, uh, the orange guy is still leading in, in, in my books. 
<laughs> the orange guy. Is that what you call him? Is that Trump? <laughs> the Trump. The Trump. <laughs> um, so so I, I think that Ben Carson suffers from what you're talking about, and that is he's in a room full of leaders, and he's also in a room full of people that have been doing the public speaking, public debating spin machine. So instead of saying, oh, I think that's what we write for our peoples, if you can come up with a larger paragraph with with uh, with more with more oomph behind it, that still also made no sense, then you'll be be a good politician, right? You got to be able to spin spin your words so that you use details, so that you sound like you know what you're talking about, um, but you actually still don't answer the question. That's how they do it. I mean, I, I mean, if you really look at it, that's how they do it most of the time. So the problem with Ben Carson is, is that. I am positive that if he was in a, a surgical type of venue, right? In a, uh, let's say he's operating yeah. <laughs> um, and someone says something that is not true about the situation in the surgery, Ben Carson's voice and his attitude towards that person would probably be a much more stern, direct, and oh. have a lot more you know character to it. Where right now, when he did the debates, he was... He looked like a sleepy puppy, right? And he, he, he just, he, you know, and I, I think that it'd be, you know, I don't know him personally, but uh, I, I wish him the best. And I think that, you know, he's a great surgeon and he's, he's saved lives, which a lot of people can't say that they've done before. Uh, and, you know, and he's also good at what he does. Getting into politics, I just don't know. And, and what's happening right now is that they're really tearing him apart because he's actually in some numbers, some poll numbers, Ben he's Carson... Is ahead of Trump. Well, what? But, but at the beginning of the show, I said I would love notoriety, right? That's what I. That's mm-hmm. what I want. But I would also hate it as well because then people are digging into your life, and I don't really want anybody digging into my life. No way. Not that there's anything back there, but but it's my life. There's no reason that the, that the country needs to know my life or that the, a fan base of of four people at this point <laughs> needs to know what my life is. Ben Carson wrote his own autobiography and they're tearing it apart and finding out that there are some mistruths, some blatant lies in his autobiography. Yeah. And people and, are digging into it and, you know, they're throwing it back to him. And But right. that's what we did with, you know, that uh, Miss USA from way up north. Right. And what about, well, remember when John Kerry ran? Yeah. Um, he got torn apart because of some of the lies that he told about his Vietnam, his Viet, his trips to Vietnam, right? So, yeah. how, how did Bush get around that? I, I was serving, but you were not. Well, you up late. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> how did he get around that? Those well, that never got hold of it. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is that he had better PR, and Ben Carson yeah. really does need to spin it a little bit better. The thing is, and I, you know, this comes up all the time I think in our, in our lives is that think about the best person, you know, like in your mind, Sagar, think of the person, whether it be like your dad or a mentor you had growing up or a famous sports figure that you can think of or something like that. And think of the pedestal that you have them on. Mm-hmm. Right. And then think of the fact that there should no, there should not be a pedestal because they are going to make a mistake, a, a large enough mistake that you're going to, you know, look down on them at that point. And you shouldn't look down on them. I think, I think that really what, what we should do is not have anybody on any pedestals at all because they're all, we're all human, right? We're all going to make mistakes. Ben Carson is looked on by the Christian community as the answer to their prayers. 
right? And 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 he's he's a healer, and he's you know, you throw all these labels on him, but really he's just like you and me. I mean, I could walk up to that podium too and say the exact same things and have the same experience. Now I'm not as old as he is, so I mean, you know, give me another 15 years or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, I'll have even more experience doing that. I could probably do it pretty well. And as long as you're successful at what you do in life, anyone can try and become president. You know, you just have to be a successful person and be a, you know, go getter. But you're, you made mistakes in life and, and we put people on pedestals like Tiger Woods and uh, even Bill Cosby, right? (laughs) All these people are people and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to do lewd things. They're going to do wrong things. They're going to commit crimes. They're going to do all this stuff because they're, they're all people, right? I don't, I really don't think anybody out there is completely untouchable. I, I really don't. And, and so Ben Carson being called out on these lies, he wanted to sell a book. So mm-hmm. he told some mistruths or he told what he remembers from the past. And was he wrong? I don't know if he lied on, lied on purpose or not, but he definitely sold a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> but he also did save lives. So there are things about him that are good. Same thing with Trump. Trump has done some 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 amazing things, donated a lot of money and created some very good businesses that hired people and did did really good stuff. Hillary Clinton has been in politics all of her life. I'm sure that she's done some good things, but honestly, I don't like career politicians. That's just my personal opinion. I think that you should not be in politics your entire life. It's it's bad for government and it's bad for people. It's just a bad idea. Yeah. So so I don't like her at all. But and and Bernie Sanders, I, I know nothing about. I think uh, <laughs> I think my brother wanted me to look into him, but I haven't had a chance to. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Just just an old guy with old views, and he doesn't want to fix anything. <laughs> he's not aggressive enough to fix anything. He's more like, oh, let's put some regulations on this. If if, if you come up with an issue, all he's going to do is, oh, well, okay, follow these four guidelines. He should be fine. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so he, he's not, you know. I mean, to him, I would rather go with Hillary in terms of, you know, at least she's going to do something. Whether it could be wacko, stupid, or brilliant, could be anything, you know, whatever comes out of her mind. But she's far better in terms of taking some hard decisions than Sanders. But that, and, and, you know, all that stuff is giving Trump so much advantage, whether it's sure. it, it, bad decision, raw decisions, or, you know, it just, are hard politics. Uh, everything is giving him benefit because none of them is kind of standing up and saying, you know, I'm a good guy. Trust me, and I'm going to do this. Except the Maryland guy. Oh God, please. <laughs> we'll save that for next. Yeah. We'll, we'll, dig, we'll dig into O'Malley, and O'Malley's yeah, uh, O'Malley's actually fighting his own fight. There's a uh, the really. I think it was it was one of the one of the um one of the news mag- online news magazines um purposely removed his name from the caption on a picture. It was like Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. And then it said an un- unidentified gentleman and it was oh. O'Malley. And like the, this, that news magazine purposely removed his name from the caption on the picture. No I mean, way. that's, just, that is stone cold, just terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is the dark horse that could come out because, because he's a golden boy. He is, he is, the spitting image of what America would want as a president. He's tall. Right. Yeah. He's white. He's good looking. He's, he's been a governor before, right? 
he's he smiles well he's a he's a, actually a really good order you know just like um obama so he's he is he's the guy who stands up there and like you know when he smiles to the camera there's like this ting noise and his teeth <laughs> gleam you know what i mean like everything about him is just is exactly what you would want when you're trying to run for president he has yeah. all of the qualities that a tv watching nation wants right yep. so that's why i think that he is kind of a dark horse um but but I, his soccer <laughs> his history as 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 mayor of the city i'm actually sitting in and then governor of this of this state uh, it's terrible man i mean like yeah. he enacted he enacted a rain tax in the state where all of the flat surfaces on your property yep. whether it be your roof or your driveway if you have impermeable surfaces that have rain on them based on satellite images, <laughs> you will be taxed a certain amount for the amount of water that hits your roof that year or your driveway and then goes into the sewer drain and drains into the Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> You're being taxed on rain, oh, rain yeah. sogger, <laughs> rain. Okay, listen, next, next week we'll talk about iPhones, government waste and O'Malley. How about that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are we already over an hour? Oh yeah, we're we're, oh. <laughs> we're well into it. No, I think we're at an hour and ten minutes. So I think I think we yeah. should we should cut it now. Um, cool. As much as yeah. as much as you and I could could keep talking about it. But listen, let, let's let's okay. <laughs> there is something that I think we should talk about, and that is next week or in two weeks, and that is something like the rain tax or something like um, the National Healthcare Act, right? I think yep. we should talk about that and how how some of that works and people don't see how it works and understand how it can be a problem. Cool. All those right. Are, those are a lot of good topics. And then like iPhones, the hackable, yeah. hackable, and then O'Malley. I think we should talk about O'Malley. I mean, we talked about Ben Carson and yeah. I, you know, the fact that the mighty the mighty can fall, um, <laughs> and the mighty can the mighty can make mistakes, and good people can make mistakes. And I think that O'Malley is is a uh, is, is a Hillary Clinton, just not. As uh, as deep in it, but anyway, yeah. Well, so we'll talk about those. Awesome. In a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Come on. So tune into iTunes or Facebook We're... or anywhere you could find every <laughs> two weeks. Every two <laughs> weeks. <clears throat> That's absolutely right. We're on again iTunes, which we want you to to rate us on there if you can, and then also TuneIn.com, Stitcher Radio. Google Play soon, uh, Player FM, any podcast catcher app that you have. And if you need to, if you've been sent this link on the web page, you can actually check us out. You go to the web page. There's a how to on how to connect to iTunes and uh, uh, and use an Android device to pick up the show. So check that out. Cool, cool.